<clears throat> ah, that's a good way to start, just coughing. Just fucking coughing all over the place. Um, yeah, so Michael has a VCR. Michael does still have a VCR because he has old VHS tapes that he needs to be able to watch. Okay. And none of that he can... Um... Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. This is this is a, this is going swimmingly. <laughs> this is what you call a high energy start. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, in fairness, Stella is draped across me like a heavy first stole. So uh, she, she, there's not enough oxygen going in. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, hey, Karen, maybe you're a little too relaxed. Um. Yeah, but even though I am relaxed, I'm still in broken corners. Oh. So welcome. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are Armando. Yes, I, I. So you know, so far. Yeah, so far today. So far today. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have. I don't, are you not Karen? I, I am Karen, okay. but I don't. Yeah, I don't even. I don't have like a DVD player anymore. All you know, all I've got is like a Roku stick. They have sticks for that, the Roku. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just like a it's like a big thumb drive that just plugs into the port on your TV. Yeah, it's but, like the the Amazon one, the Fire Stick, right? Yeah, yeah, it's so good because it doesn't take up any space. No, I mean, you know, I I don't have a DVD player. I mean, I have video games that have that, the capacity to play DVDs, but I I mean, where do you even get a DVD anymore? Yeah, I don't I don't have the capacity to play them. You know. I mean, that's the problem. It, it, it's you know, digital content is just so easy, right? And then pretty it's, soon, just jack it into our brain. <laughs> well, that's what the vaccine does. That's true. It's the five uh, G. I mean, I, I you know, after the second dose, I I haven't had spotty reception at all. So, <laughs> I mean, it's been actually amazing. You know. Um, I actually do feel like my brain has been working better since the second dose, which I don't know if that's just psychosomatic relief or what, but um, it's kind of funny. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe my um, bandwidth literally increased. You got recalibrated. Yeah, I got defragmented. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that was like a big thing? Yeah, they like defrag your hard drive, and it took like eighty-five hours, and then when you were done, like you were expecting to have like. so much like better, like faster computer, and it, it did absolutely nothing. Nothing. Yep, not a thing whatsoever. And you were just like, "Oh, well, I only did that because there was some other problem, and that problem still exists." <laughs> yeah, and you know, and then it had that like that defrag, like little animation of the going down. Yeah. Know. Uh, it's funny you keep, you keep saying content in the emotion for this week is content or contentment yes oh is that what we were doing i thought we were gonna talk about uh content which is why i've been talking about content (laughs) that's yeah that's you thought you think content is an emotion i mean yes i do actually specifically um you know the more you have um the more you're burdened (laughs) (laughs) do 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 um, the more content you have, the more burdened you are. Interesting. Interesting. Do you, 
This was a hard one. I feel like we have a hard one. Another. This is another one that was hard, right? Uh, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I, I looked up the. It's funny. I love the definition, just so I can kind of like be in line with you know, you know. Just... <laughs> it's like that. I I thought I knew what this word meant, but let's be sure. Exactly. You know, and it's something. It says something of a peaceful happiness. Ah. So then I said, you know what? I'm gonna look up the. I'm gonna look up the the word happy, and then it said a uh, state of content. I'm like, well, you can't. That- you can't do that. <laughs> you circular motherfucker. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, and then, I, so, I mean, I, you know, I was trying to think, I mean, think of moments of, you know, there's always like little joyous moments of happiness or contentment in, in your life. At least hopefully there is. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, I always think about uh, Dennis Leary's stand up. I think it was no cure for cancer where he's, you know, he talks about being happy. He's like, no, happiness comes in, in small bits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like when you, he's something along the lines of like, you know, when you smoke a cigarette, that, that moment of smoking a cigarette, when you have a cookie, uh, those are the little tiny bits of happiness. Like it's not something that is constant. It's just, you have to learn to appreciate those moments when they happen. Right. Um, you know, and Cause God, could you imagine just being happy all the time? <laughs> right, you would seem you would seem crazy, or you would seem just sort of blissed out, like you would seem like you were on drugs. Yeah, or like like re- like total repression, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because you would be denying reality. Yeah. Because if you are ha- that happy in the face of everything, then you're crazy. Yeah. It's like- uh. Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's so I I know um, this is probably getting old at this point, but I've been watching my whole like obsession with religion has branched into cults <laughs> because there's so much good cult content that I hadn't you know blown through yet. And uh, this <laughs> this week, well, first it it started with I found uh, I found this youtube channel called fundy fridays did i talk talk about that last week i don't think so because i don't remember fair enough that is fair if you did but (laughs) But i don't think so though it's this uh it's this girl named jen who um she just she puts like she researches a fundamentalist group and then does this really well thought out presentation while she does her makeup (laughs) okay which is it's which is just funny um because sometimes her makeup i'm just like oh dude what did you just do but in in general though they're they're really uh stella says hello hi (laughs) they're um they're really good videos and they go into things where like i'm not i'm not gonna sit down and like try to figure out what the deal with the duggars is okay but i'll i'll watch somebody else talk about it for 15 minutes Yeah, yeah yeah um so I was watching some of her stuff and I found out about this group in, um, because I, you know, I have the whole like obsession with Mormons because of my family background. Okay. So I, there was like a suggestion for a prime documentary called Glory Vale. And it's this group in New Zealand and they, they're kind of like, it's almost they're not Mormons, they're just they're Christian, but they're um it's it's like they're really well organized Mormons. Oh. Like and they wear all blue and they have a sense of humor. Okay. 
Um, but then it's like 500 people who live on a, you know, sort of a compound or, you know, like comp it's a compound. It is it, there's there. I mean, nobody's kept being kept in with guns, but it's a compound um, in New Zealand. And, oh, and I learned that New Zealand has uh, like two or three big islands. Did you know that? That like, it's, it's like not just one big chunk. Oh no, I didn't. I thought it was just is 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 one of the islands Tasmania. I think that's a separate or that's that's a separate state that I think is attached to Australia okay. in terms of like um government because I think Hannah Hannah Gadsby is from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um yeah, I think that's separate, but I th- yeah, I think that's an island off Australia, but okay, okay, I could be enough. wrong. I'm so ignorant about geography. It's ridiculous. We know about geography. <laughs> Um, All you gotta know about is walls. Exactly, but I don't know. This group was this group was fascinating because it's sort of like the um, the documentary is very goes pretty easy on them, honestly. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, it's it's the same kind of thing. Like they don't, they're not a, they're not polygamist at all. Like they're one man, one woman. Um, but you know, otherwise super conservative christian fundamentalist beliefs and they have you know a jillion kids but they like basically just all live in dorms together Mm. and everybody works from a really young age for the for the commune's businesses and um all their needs are like but they so they don't make any money but all their needs are you know pretty much met um and it they just they i don't know like they uh on this on the surface of it it almost is like oh well this is this is the thing that the mormon fundamentalists are doing but good i wouldn't want to do it but it doesn't seem that bad well, but then the more what are you doing though that's good well just like so their um their community you know they're it's like a big family it's like living at camp oh no that's that just freaks me out right <laughs> jesus christ so it's like your camp friends, but it's your whole life and you have, and you get married and have kids with them. Now that's like, that's like, you know, never, that's like a state of arrested development. Well, right. That's the thing is if you're, if you're ceding your authority to these like senior men. So there's, that's the thing. So like, there's the same gender role problems, you know, with the, the women are only allowed to do certain things and the men do certain things. And then, of course, it ended up that the guy who started the whole thing is, you know, is a is a sex um, offender, you know, who abuses his power. And so, you know, it it eventually not in that documentary series, but then in other um, other reading I did, you know, like people do end up leaving. And mm. um, it it's just it's funny because the everybody in that group, like it's so many of the same sort of things that I was raised with about. I, you know, it comes from such a good place, I think, of just, like, wanting to be good. Mm-hmm. And, and they really do so firmly believe that they're in the right about everything. Mm-hmm. But then it's, you know, I don't know if it's just that, like, human beings, like, aren't capable of being, are like, aren't capable of, like, a perfect manifestation of these philosophical concepts. And so it always goes ugly. Mm. Quick. <laughs> it always goes yeah like they're like searching for 
you know, for contentment, but they want to be so sorry. So the reason I started talking about all this is the idea of like, it's like, they're trying to be that all the time. Yeah. And so they're like, as if that actually is possible or the ideal way of being, but to do that, they have to, they have to either shut themselves off from like the full world or, or just like pretend that even the things, even once they do that, like there's still ugliness in day to day life. It's just part of life. And yeah, so they're like, I, yeah. pretending it's not there. I, I I think that um the constant like to think that like not to allow emotion. Um, I think people just forget that like you know. I mean, if you're going to be so Christian and you know. I guess what I'm trying to say is like it's it's actually more human and normal and 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 actually Christian to allow yourself to feel all these emotions as long as you don't like run up and you know hurt someone, right? Um, you know, even even Christ wasn't happy all the time. Thank you. Even he 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 pitched <laughs> in the in the synagogue, right? I mean, right. You know, I was I was having that conversation I think last week with Tracy about you know him yelling and 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 going nuts at, uh, at the what were they selling stuff or something the merchants I think it was yeah the, the, yeah so I mean yeah I mean clearly you're allowed to have emotions <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't know but maybe I just yeah uh, yeah I'm not sure I don't I you know people are funny um, mm-hmm. and. You know, it's for, you know, like your Midwestern, like the, um, like the, the veil of kindness and niceness, but then like, what you know, this is a, such a stereotype because it's not like I know a lot of Midwesterners, but like, um, <laughs> you know, it's like this veil of kindness. And then when they go behind closed doors, it's just nonstop gossip, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's just my uh, knowledge from watching like TV. <laughs> I thought you were going to say from hanging out with you and Brian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I Yeah, it's funny cuz I don't know. I definitely don't think I I like I didn't realize that that even was a veneer when I was living it, you know, because it it just seemed like other people who didn't smile all the time were weird mm. i mean not that everybody i grew up smiled like a maniac it just uh i i caught myself like i definitely both in therapy and like in work meetings it makes me realize that like i do sort of have this default smile like if i'm just trying to pre- not pretend but like like my sort of resting face yeah is is a smile And I had one therapist who was like, you have told me some of the most horrible things that have happened to you with a smile on your face. (laughs) I was like, oh, sorry. I bet that's disconcerting. (laughs) She's like, and we have to end this session. (laughs) Although for me, a lot of the time, it's because I do think I, when I tell, when I tell terrible things in therapy, I do kind of think they're funny. Are you laughing and you think the, the, the scenario is funny or the, the immediate scenario, you having a conversation with a therapist discussing these horrible things? <laughs> I think it's funny what happened. Like I, I, a lot of the time, I like I'll think there's something funny about specifically 
how things happened or uh, sometimes it's funny just that it happened like it's funny like say just like the discrepancy between like say if my mom said something terrible to me and I'm repeating that you know yeah like it's just it's funny to me that a mother would say that to a child the absurdity yeah just gotcha. the like the discrepancy between you know someone who's supposed to love you and like this like exalted romanticized role of mother and child and then that's what is said yeah i get you okay so yeah so the just the far out disconnect absurdity yeah oh speak okay can i can i give you a sidebar story unrelated yeah go ahead to any of this Shoot. so um <laughs> so margo okay who, who you've met mm -hmm. um she and her husband and their new baby they they live in dc but they went up to um back home to where we're from in northern michigan to help wrap up their family's house mm-hmm um, cause her dad had passed away a couple years ago. And so eventually this year, her, her siblings, they all decided to sell the house. Okay. So she went up there to, to help wrap everything up. And I was working on, I don't know, I think on Thursday this week. And I got a text from her and her husband with this picture of, um, my mom's gravestone. And they had gone to the cemetery where her parents are and just at the, not even, they were over by her parents' graves, which was near the little caretaker's house. Okay. And, um, in my mom's, my mom's stone was, I guess, like just on the ground next to it. Like it hadn't been placed on the plot yet. Okay. And so that was random that they just saw that, you know? Um, and it said, um, you know, loving mother, my mom's name and the, the dates. And so I, you know, I was like, Oh, wow. Thank you for sending, sending me that. And then I wrote them. Do you know how to, um, contact a grave <laughs> unrelated? Do you know how to contact a gravestone company about a factual inaccuracy? Yeah. <laughs> 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 And we laughed and laughed. Uh, well, I, I laughed and laughed. I think uh, I think they did too. Yeah, her husband yeah. wrote back. That's that's that was the first thing Margot said too. Jesus. <laughs> at, yeah, at, at the very least, add some uh, add, add a word after mother. <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm like, can we just do a strike through? Like, <laughs> just say mother. You don't need modifiers. Um, uh, no, that's terrible. My mother loved me, um, but it, it made it made me laugh. It made me laugh a lot. But that's weird, right? Like, I mean, it's not that weird. It's we. I mean, that's part of why Margot and I, you know, know each other and we're best friends is because we we lived way out in the country in the same you know the same little area together. So like the the country cemetery, you know, all of our parents are there, right? Mm. Um, but it. It it was weird though that they you know it wasn't like they went over to see my family's stuff. It was just like my mom's tombstone randomly leaning up against a building. Jesus. Yeah. So so there's that. I guess I should get in touch with my brother. To see what the hell's going on. But <laughs> just send him a picture and be like, "What's this?" Yeah. 
Be <laughs> like, uh, hey, did you did you approve this copy? <laughs> <laughs> Who put this text on here? Because that's what we do. We talk like we're from the nineteen twenties. Yeah, you do. Say hey, say hey. hey. <clears throat> and then I almost went into Seinfeld. What's the deal with this? Say, what's the deal? <laughs> Jesus, the gangster. <laughs> oh, this is getting getting so bad. Um, that's you know I was just thinking when you, when you said she sent a picture of that I was just like, um, when I take a picture on my my iPhone, like since you know I have everything in the Apple kind of universe, it's like when I um go into my iPhotos like on my Apple TV, you know, it's like all the all the photos because they're all in the cloud and they all sync up. And yeah. I'm thinking like that that would just be weird, like random, like, you know, like uh headstone, gravestone would just pop up as like on this day. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? just, yeah. I don't even That know. happens with um when I'm when I'm next door we're watching TV, like they well, when we're not watching TV, um, the guys have like Brian's Brian's phone gallery is hooked up to the screensaver of their TV. Yeah. So it just rolls through and like their cat, Emilio, has had all this horrible stuff happen to him. He had the like horrible injury where he had to have surgery and get all like stitched back together like he was a puzzle. And then more recently he um he had this weird like gash thing that was gross. Um, and, and and he had to wear a t-shirt that made him look like Teddy Ruxpin so he wouldn't lick it. But so like, we'll just, you know, we're hanging out in the living room and all of a sudden, like Brian had to take a picture of it to send to the vet. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there like eating dinner or talking <laughs> or whatever. And then there's just this giant picture of like, you know, mutilated cat on the TV. That's no. No, no, no. That's how you know you've matured (laughs) when when you're able to censor yourself. (laughs) Can you can you give can you give me a hint? It's just what cuisine were you guys eating? (laughs) Oh boy! Oh, um. Let me ask you a question. Um, did you yeah. see, because you were into the cult thing, uh, did you perchance happen to see the Nevixium one on HBO? No, I haven't watched that one yet. Uh, yeah. I, I See, I can't watch these cult things because I'm always like, you guys are fucking idiots. Yeah. You know, because it's like, specifically like, you know, the ones where like, um, like the leader is like not very charismatic. Oh, thanks for that. Now that's. <laughs> <laughs> I just texted Armando, my mom's gravestone. <laughs> I don't want that on my Apple carousel. <laughs> um, I was like, what the hell? I, I thought you were going to tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, just a little gift. Thank you. It's, it's wonderful. Um, no, I just can't um, deal with like. I, and I guess for me, hindsight's twenty twenty because obviously I know what the hell is going on. But it's like all these people who seem somewhat intelligent kind of just falling into the whole like cult trap, you know? Well, that's the thing they say, right? Is that um, people who fall into cults are it's not that it's not a lack of intelligence. It's yeah. a yeah, it's a lack of 
it's it's that they're in a it's that they're vulnerable for yeah. whatever reason like yeah. there there's something you know time in their life and and that's what that's what is so always bothers me about these like multi-generational cults mm. because the kids that are born into it like they're inherently vulnerable because they're babies as they're born into it and so they're you know what oh <laughs> what are they gonna do of course yeah they don't know any other way which is even worse yeah yeah it's just like being gaslit from the moment you enter the world of just like no this is normal this is normal i mean it's kind of that way with abusive parents yeah <laughs> yeah just gaslit your whole life um but yeah no it's it's weird i mean even like the like when that's you, why i'm not a fan of homeschooling I don't mean to be offensive because I'm not saying everyone is abusive or incapable of homeschooling, but I think it's so important for children to be exposed to influences other than their own family. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, because yeah, you, you just need to give your kid a chance to breathe. Yeah. And also the parents a chance to fucking breathe. Yeah. I mean, that's what going to work is. Yep. You know, it's not really, it's just a disconnect from your everyday life. And then, then your everyday life is a disconnect from work. Um, you know, you have to partition your life in ways and then defrag it. <laughs> and then it fixes absolutely nothing. Um, no, but to me, this and it feels like you did something. Yes. The sad thing for me when I watch like the Scientology one is when like the family's split, like one leaves and the other's like, fuck you, I'm never talking to you again. Yeah. It's like, damn. <clears throat> Yep. Yeah, that idea that you, yeah, you choose the cult over. Yeah. Which I guess, yeah, I mean, it it, it kind of trickles down to, you know, like the, the politics today, right? Like, when, like, kids are trying to, like, you know, talk to their parents and, um, you know, their parents maybe, you know, a little bit. You, you never, I wonder, like. You never hear so you hear about like the progressive kids and the conservative parents, but you don't hear like like the like the family ties version with like Michael J. Fox is like the young Republican and uh, the parents of the old progressives. Right, not very often. I I, I want to hear some complaints. I, there must be uh, on like where like you know it's like this young like Republican yelling at his parents. You just don't understand. You can't give away everything. <laughs> Just the big fathead Matt Gates looking motherfucker, like just yelling at his parents. <laughs> I heard I can't remember it must have been it must have been on another podcast, but that there's a there's a guy named Matt Getz who is big on Twitter and I can't remember what he does, but people think he's Matt Gates all the time. Oh, he must be getting on and say shit to him. And so the day that the the Matt Gates stuff came out, he, the, Matt Gates just tweeted, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, what if there was another Karen? My last name who was bad. <laughs> there might be there might be there might um it's bad enough just being Karen anything at the yeah I mean yeah um because I'm a victim <laughs> no I <laughs> someone took out a sign 
that it said in Florida was like Matt Gates wants to date and date in quotes your daughter. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I guess people in Florida don't really like him either. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that guy. I don't know. What what's a what's a time when you felt very content? Uh, I was thinking about that. Uh, I think one of the times that I can like go back to and actually like like have like a fond memory would be like um, when I when we uh, purchased my co op like in two thousand, mm. and I can just remember laying on the bare floors and like you know feeling like I I had accomplished something. Yeah, uh, like very adult, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Like it was it was just a very good. Um, you know, very peaceful, happy, I guess, you know, everything that I read in that definition, um, you know, just kind of like, it was, it was a good moment. It was nice. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, <laughs> I would say having a child, but, um, it, it's a happy moment, but it's, it's not peaceful. Right. <laughs> Specifically when they're babies. Um, I don't know. Uh, what about you? Um, I definitely get it out in the yard sometimes, like when you you do a bunch of stuff and then and then you sit down. <laughs> when you work hard and you have a seat. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah. Say, oh, look what I did! This place is still all messed up, but I did a little bit. Um, yeah, that or like. I don't know why this this I just thought of this um when when we went to uh Puerto Vallarta with I guess it was for my 35th right I think so um, yeah and we were with a group of like what seven eight people probably yeah. but um everybody but you and Tracy and I went in zipline mm-hmm. and um like the whole group was great I had such a good time with everybody but then like all of a sudden it was just it was just us you know, like sitting at the beach at this beautiful, you know, on yeah. the ocean and drinking coffee and having margaritas and quesadillas and mm-hmm. shooting the shit. And it was just like, I love those moments where um, on sort of group vacations where the group reforms yeah, in some way. And then it's, it's just like, oh, this is nice, too. This is good. Yeah, those moments, those mornings there, just like after breakfast when you're just sitting and chilling, were are awesome. Cause yeah. like, it's like not too hot, and it's just like you know, it's really yeah. That was that was an awesome place. That's you know, I I really I haven't I I quit smoking cold turkey like I guess six seven years ago. At this point, mm-hmm. um, it'll be it'll be six or seven years in July, but like. I I do like sort of nostalgically think about smoking being in Puerto Vallarta because like just I loved that that resort that we were at wasn't right in downtown mm-hmm. you know that we were far away and we had our own beach and like just it was so it was so quiet there yeah and just the sound of the ocean mm-hmm. and then yeah like you have breakfast like you eat 500 pounds of whatever you want. <laughs> they bring you coffee and coffee and coffee. And then it's like, oh, everybody want to put your swimsuits on? Okay. 
you know, and then it's like pool, beach, pool, beach, pool, beach, yeah. booze, 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 booze in the pool, <laughs> booze in the pool. Hey, should we have a quesadilla? Yes. Should we go somewhere? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> and then, you know, and then in the afternoon, like more booze and smoking through the whole thing, too. And then coffee, 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 play cards. And then like, oh, should we finally take our swimsuits off and go to town for dinner? Okay. Like that was, I don't know. That was just the best. Yeah. I, I mean, I like doing like activity stuff on vacation too, but that was like, that was so great to just, to yeah. just hang out with everybody. Yeah. And I'm not really a, a loungy kind of person, but um, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I mean, there, I will say this, that after a couple of days though, I, I start getting restless. Yeah. That's because I had that. I have a restless personality, but, but you yeah. know, when, when you're just sitting there like the first couple of days and it's, everything is brought to you, basically, you could just lay there. <laughs> <laughs> Someone flipped me over. <laughs> like, you know, it is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that's like a super bougie thing to be like, hey, oddly enough, when I was on a tropical vacation, I was very content. <laughs> Yeah, but, but it was nice. I mean, I don't know if I would have felt that way without the people I was with. You know, it was it was great. Yeah, no, it was definitely fun. I mean, I guess that's the thing for me as far as contentment is like I, like I, I think everybody, everybody we're friends with, like generally, it like likes it. This phrase makes me laugh. Likes to have a good time because it seems like such an ob like who doesn't like to have a good time? But I think there are people who are not content, even yeah. in those situations. Like there, there are people who you know, like it isn't it isn't enough just to be with friends or, um, you know, have some good food and chill out. You know, well, sometimes you just fucking nasty motherfuckers in the world. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nasty, nasty. It's like, you know, like, um, I mean, legit, there are just some people who are just not even Debbie Downers. They're, they're just like, like energy suckers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just like suck up all the good energy and then replace it with negative energy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think the the contentment thing is um I don't maybe I don't know is that something people are striving for? I don't know. Like I there's a there's a religious song that I I do still like the let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Yeah. Um that I always thought was so nice like that that is you know, yeah, just finding like the small small moments of quiet like within yourself. Well, I think it takes a lot of growth and maturity to understand that, like, you are, you can only affect what you put out. You know what I mean? Like, you can, and, and even when the, you know, when, I mean, of course, there's always dire situations, but like most situations, you, how you interpret it, how you react to it, that's in your control. Um, but everything else really isn't, but at least you can, the very least you could do is to have some sort of like positive way of dealing with it. Right. Or, or like, let, let yourself be happy when it is possible to be. Well, that's hard. I think that's, that's that, I mean, it is hard. I mean, cause sometimes we feel like, I guess we don't deserve it. 
maybe mm. um i don't know i i was going oh i was before that i uh, i was going to say sometimes cleaning can provide happiness interesting tell me more well i don't know what we were talking before about uh con- like a lot of content being burdensome and i think you know maybe this is, goes back into our uh discussion last week or two weeks ago about uh marie kondo mm. uh, and like this decluttering one yeah. it goes back to defragging um you know uh yeah sometimes like you know cleaning and like getting rid of stuff um i don't know if it's happiness but maybe it's like kind of like um what's the word i'm looking for like just having some sort of like catharsis maybe yeah i don't know or yeah my uh my therapist now who's almost back from maternity leave which is cool um she one thing one thing she said to me that i found really helpful last year was that it's like it's important to um to take time to sit with uh, like when you do something, even though like it's one of those daily tasks that you just have to do, mm-hmm. like you can still you can still take pleasure in it when it's done. And so even if it's like she gave me the example of like when she would have to like clean out her rabbit's cage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so for me, like I for me, it's the litter box of like, <laughs> like I just I'm not saying like I sit there and like luxuriate in it but like you know like when when it's all scooped yeah. I'm just like look at that it's clean yeah that's awesome I yeah. cleaned that and it's like just taking that small moment to like appreciate like you know not not like a oh I'm so proud but like you know oh this is good uh, yeah look what I did <laughs> yeah and the kid, yeah. the cats come and just shit right in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they'll, you know, like they'll be happier and lighter. And lighter, <laughs> <laughs> but they'll be like they'll be happier to poop in a clean box. Yes, you know. Definitely. Um, yeah, actually, I was thinking about with contentment that like cats are like the most and the least content. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're just they're so. Um, they're so extreme in their emotions. Well, I think it's, I think it's the, um, they really do see themselves as like this big ass tiger. <laughs> and then they, when, when they realize they're not, I think it might hurt their feelings a little bit. <laughs> like I'm going to rip your face off. Oh, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Damn like it. I'll try. Um, I was also thinking about how, uh, like Americans are kind of, are kind of like a nation of malcontents because we, at least in the beginning, the people who came here either came here by choice because they were looking, you know, for something, uh, more. Okay in a materialistic way mm-hmm. or because they were actually cast out because they were different yeah or or were brought here 
because I mean, I, <laughs> I'm not sure it's a choice to be a malcontent in this case, but like, or, or they were brought here as indentured servants or slaves. Right. Right. It, <laughs> yeah. They, they don't really have much. <laughs> they, it's kind of yeah. expected that you're going to be a, a little upset. <laughs> right. But I, I do think there's, you know, sort of the, um, there's sort of a core there, um, of being, you know, sort of the continent in our world that is where people, people came to, Mm -hmm. um, that is, you know, kind of makes, it kind of makes sense that, uh, well, I don't know. I'm still thinking this one through. Like it it does, it kind of makes sense to me in a way that our, our culture is sort of part of the driving force for the globe because it's where there's like this coalescence of people who, who were different or wanted something different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I I mean, I'm not saying it makes us like fantastic, but it just, it does. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think this through as you're saying it. And, you know, I, I, I initially was thinking about, you know, the the idea that Americans are always just, you know, underdog and, and you know, there's just now like this idea of being a victim. Mm. But I, there's more, I think there's, that's, you know, I re- initially thought that now I'm starting to think that that's way too superficial because I think <clears throat> one of the things is you have this country that boasts this, this, this perfect world or a perfect, you know, idea of, of, of democracy and, and it, and it boasts just perfect idea of capitalism but in reality is crumbling and um you know we see our democracy is so frail we see um how capitalism is just a fucking basically destroying people's lives you know and i think you know maybe part of the part of that is is it might be hard to reconcile the 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 real with the ideal you know I don't know. I, yeah, it's, you know, there's a lot, there's, it's a lot of meat to chew on there, but I I don't know, you know, that, that I think, you know, constantly running into this idea of like, you know, and you see it like, you know, it it doesn't, it doesn't even have to, I mean, obviously race always, but if you, if you were to remove all race and you were just to have not remove all race, but just to deal with like a, you know, white person, a white male in you know wherever and you know in a that and who was supposed to i guess realize their dreams because that's what you know this country does you know white men usually have a nice you know easy ticket right um you know and when that when that doesn't happen you know you have to start then you know looking for reasons um mm. and sometimes the real reasons, um, whether it be, you know, the jobs left your, your small town because of greed and they're moving to another country. Um, you don't want to think about that. You're going to say, well, no, it'll, it'll, you'll find something else that maybe, you know, that you'll blame it on another group of people. You blame it on immigrants, you blame it on whatever, but you know, um, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, it's a good question, but it also it reminds me of that scene in the matrix where um the the mr smith um you know the the guy in the suit yeah is talking to um morpheus and he's okay. like 
we made the perfect, you know, world for you guys. But, you know, humans are unable to be happy. Mm. So we had to, you know, it, it basically the system was fucked because they made this perfect world. And because remember, they're, they're trying to use us for food. Right. Um, so they were like, it's it's best to give them an ideal world so they wouldn't question it. And then we can have our, our full on supply of food. <laughs> like, yeah, but but he's as he says, he says, you guys are just unable to. To be happy. And that's why they had to make, you know, the shitty world we have. I don't know. And huh. it kind of all goes back to Adam and Eve, right? If you want to believe that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you know, Eve is, you know, this shit is boring. I'd like to know more. <laughs> yeah. I don't, right. I don't know. It's, 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 I, you know, you say Americans, but it, it might be people all over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could see that. You know, but yeah, it's, it's a, there is something there. Definitely. Uh, I just don't, I feel like there's a lot. It's like a huge Venn diagram of reasons why we're just miserable pieces of shit at times. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, yeah. But we are content. <laughs> <laughs> we are content. Um, yeah. How? Yeah. Have you been content this week? No, I had a. I, this is this is this was a. First of all, the week went so quick, but I was also like, you know, work had me, work had me, you know, like it just had, yeah. <laughs> like yep. it just, and, um, you know, it's just, yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, when it was over, I guess, you know, the week was over, you know, kind of <laughs> just, what is it like when you start to, um, decompress, you know? Yeah. You start coming down off that like work week high and then you just get blitzed. <laughs> you just get shit faced drunk. <laughs> you're like, ah! I don't know. Yeah. How about you? Uh, was there contentment this week? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was kind of. Yeah, it was. It was an intense work one for me too. Uh, but yeah, I actually got outside and did some stuff, and I I felt better than I have in a long time. So mm. that was good. Yeah, I mean, going—I mean, you know—going outside and experiencing the sun is probably one of the um, good ways to just kind of like disconnect for a hot second. Yeah. Well, I know you—you you already have been forced to listen to Tracy and I talk about plants this morning for a while, but it was fucking uh, torture. <laughs> I just kept listening to you take these deep breaths every so often, and I was like, "Ha <laughs> I wasn't—I mean, I, I was just on my phone yeah i was just scrolling <laughs> i was like i feel it, it i fe- i felt like we were actively making your back hurt That's what it sounded like. um no but i have so many nice spring flowers right now and it um it you know it makes me want to go out in the yard more and clean up out there so mm. got lots of pretty daffodils going and tulips are coming and a lot of the a lot of the bulbs that um I think I talked about it before about uh, I kept ordering bulbs when I was getting chemo and then I'd forget. So those are, those are starting to come up. So that's exciting to see like, what the heck did we plant last year that I can't remember? Cause my brain was all chemically. So we just had a, a bulb open up behind me. Yeah. Oh, it's a amaryllis. I think like a, so. a giant lily thing. Um, it's that orange shit. <laughs> 
I'm really not good with these things. I because it's, yeah. like, it's there. It's it's a flower. Like I'm not um you know I'm not anti plant. It's just um I'm anti this plant. No, um, right. It's just offensive. <laughs> it's like there here. Like I just sent you a picture. Um, <laughs> it's yeah no it's cool. Like it grew like it grew like the thing just grew and it was like a penis and it was leaning to the side, and then finally it opened. And now it's a vagina. Oh yeah, it's an amaryllis. Yeah, that's it. Oh my gosh, that's like a it's a Christmas lily. <laughs> Calling it a penis that turned into a vagina. Yes. Hilarious. <clears throat> I love amaryllises. No, that's oh, cool. It's there. It's and there. there's a there's a, a gray cat in there too. Yeah, yeah, that's another that's that, that's our pea cat. We, she keeps surprising us with with areas of urine in various. Oh, that's that's nice. I didn't know she would hang out that close to you. Oh no, me and her are tight. Yeah. Yeah, we're tight. Uh, I rub her belly and I give her food, so that's. But I can't pick her up though. Okay. Because she doesn't like it. Yeah. Poor thing. She'll be fine. <laughs> uh. Did you did you watch anything or you know week? what I have been watching and uh, which is pretty interesting the um, <clears throat> the Disney Marvel show Falcon and Winter Soldier. They're, oh wow! They're about, I have not heard of that. Yeah, it's a like it's a you know like one of the spinoffs from the Marvel universe, and <clears throat> basically it's you know after Captain America kind of like disappears and he he kind of passed a mantle on to <clears throat> what's his name falcon who is um a black superhero and he said you know you should take up the the mantle you should be captain america kind of like you know that's what he wanted and you know the show opens with you know you can kind of feel the weight of what it is to be captain america and also be a black man mm-hmm. and he does not they they it started to become implied about like the race being the issue here, but like you could, he does not take the mantle and he actually um, kind of put, puts the shield in, in a museum. Okay. But then like, of course the government basically, you know, wants a new captain America. So they get like one of the whitest white guys <laughs> to be <laughs> the new captain America. And, you know, it it's, it then, you know, basically you have to deal with like, you know, it's not what the original Captain America wanted. It's it's it should have been this guy and you know, what he has to deal with. You know, it's 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 you know, and there's like all these elements of like race with regards to like um, the experiments with um, other black soldiers in like the forties. Okay. With regards to like taking the super the soldier super serum, which is the you know what they put into Captain America to make him so captainy. <laughs> you okay. know so i don't know it's it's interesting because it's like you you're having you're finally having an actual um conversation about race got you know in the disguised as like marble fun times right. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and, and i i think you know it's kind of cool to 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 tackle these important topics and maybe like trick a few people <laughs> to have to wrestle with these ideas too you know right. yeah um but yeah it's pretty good it's 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 interesting that's how well, i always called about mm-hmm. like gray's anatomy in mm-hmm. private practice okay that they they talked about these complex medical issues and they you know it was an abc show disney channel or not disney channel disney owned you yeah. know 
and that it was you know so popular with middle america i always thought that was good that it was just sort of opening the dialogue yeah and i, I you know and yeah you're tricking people to kind of like understand things <laughs> which <laughs> i mean that's you know that's what that's what art and entertainment's for i think yeah. you know like you know expand people's horizons and you know make them feel if, if they feel uncomfortable make them feel a little uncomfortable I, I mean i don't mean like make them feel uncomfortable like showing some nasty shit like you know murder and death but you know or <laughs> you know scat or something but you know make them push them <laughs> <laughs> what about you have you been watching anything uh new or um Brian Ricardo and I have been doing for like the last month or more um, Tuesday night TV dinner night. <laughs> and we've been watching American Gods and um, Drag Race. Okay. And uh, American Gods is done and it didn't get renewed. So that that was a bummer. But it's I, I do think it's worth watching, though. That's a. Uh, yeah. That's a, yeah. You know, it's one of those this, all these shows that I I just drop off. And that's one of them yeah and then uh yeah we started i haven't seen the first season of it but there's a drag race spinoff in the uk now okay and the season two like it's it's so good it's compared to the u.s one why it's it's because it's it's kind of more um more like the early seasons of the u.s version because it's a little bit grittier like people aren't so polished and they don't have so much money but then they're it's sort of uh like I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they've watched the U.S. version, but mm-hmm. it's just uh, they just seem more like adults mm-hmm. um, instead of, you know, really young people who've just been watching Drag Race. And that's where their drag's coming from. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So that's that's been good. Like, um, like, what's the con? Like, I- I've never really, like, watched any of the RuPaul Drag Race shows. Like, is it like whoever, like does the best performance or costume like what is the like like it's a it's um it's a show where they compete right yeah okay so it, they yeah they start out with 13 queens okay and then every week there's a mini challenge and then if you win the mini challenge then you usually get some kind of um like role in the the main challenge that like some power in the main challenge that, okay can either be a good or bad thing for you. So like, um, I don't even want to describe many challenges. Those are goofy. But so like, if you win one, then say like, if the main challenge is that they're doing like a musical or something, then you might be the one who gets to cast it or you okay. get to like pair people up for partners for challenges. And so then uh, there'll be the main challenge. And then there's the runway that'll be on a theme. Mm-hmm. And then if you like, then the judges critique you like half the people are considered safe and you just, they just go backstage and don't even get to interact with the judges. Okay. And then the, everybody else is the top and bottom Okay. of the week. And so those people all get critiqued mm. and then they uh, bring everybody back out and they say who the bottom people of the week are. And then they take two of them and they have to lip sync for their life. Okay. So, like, at the start of the season, they get, like, an um, iPod with all the songs that could potentially be lip sync songs, oh. and, they, and they have to learn them. And so then if you end up on the bottom, you have to you have to um, go ahead and perform. Who and picks then, the song? Is it Judge or the uh, the contestant? Uh, the show does. The show, yeah. okay. 
yeah and so then based on that the judges just uh, like rue decides and the producers decide who goes home <laughs> um so but like the it what's so cool what i always loved about that show from the beginning is that drag is such like a um a multifaceted performance um art and so like there's you know they do make their own costumes or they you know in some cases they work with designers but like sometimes they'll have to sew on the spot or yeah. create a costume on the spot and you know sometimes they have to do like stand up or comedy roasts other times they'll have to do acting challenges or singing challenges or dancing challenges um and then you know and then there's always the runway where they're like bringing like they're given a theme uh and they bring stuff with them and then they have to to come out and you know, do like basic, do a runway walk um, and with kind of give a performance there almost as well. So I like it. That's cool. He's good show for me. Yeah. No, it's funny. I, I, there's a show. Um, I can't remember the name. I think it's called Fast Food or Food Something. Okay. And the concept, it's the same, like it's it's always three chefs, right? Okay. Uh, it's the same three chefs every show, um, and what they do is they they'll bring in a celebrity, you know. So they'll like uh, one episode they brought in um, uh, what's his name? You know, the guy from uh, Community, the tall guy, Joe, okay, Joe McHale. Yeah. So like he comes in and he's like, so the debate. The, the, the let me just tell you the show. The show. Is a celebrity comes in and picks their favorite fast food, right? Yeah. And the first round is they have to recreate the fast food. So, like, if I love White Castle, the three chefs have to recreate what a White Castle burger is, like, tastes like. Oh, okay. And then um, the celebrity has to pick which one best um, tastes like the original White Castle burger. Okay. And is it that it... It's it's that it tastes the most like the original, not that it tastes the best. Right, that it tastes just like. But you know, to you, you love White Castle, so it, it you know, yeah, it has to basically taste exactly like a White Castle <laughs> burger. Okay. So and then, but the problem with the show only has two rounds, which I always think is weird. But the problem, it, the second round is you have to take that flavor palette, mm-hmm. like the the taste and all the sensations of eating that, and then create a new dish. Oh, okay. So, like, you know, if, you know, whatever. So, that White Castle burger could be, um, you know, now, um, I don't know, like a, some sort of chowder that tastes like a White Castle burger. You know what I mean? Right. It'd be, like, all about the steamed onions. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah. like, um, and then the judge then picks um, the winner from that. And, and and it doesn't matter. Like, the second round winner just wins the whole thing, which is why I think they need three <laughs> rounds. But, you know, it is what it is. Right. Um, and, um, yeah, and then they just carry the, you know, this horrible looking trophy but it's really like just funny <laughs> to see these like how talented these chefs are that they can like recreate like you know whether it's a you know uh, this someone had like a taco bell um you know someone had you know the a sausage steak mcmuffin you know like right and like they just totally recreate this meal and these are like super fancy chefs <laughs> like oh that's cool what where do you watch that uh, i think it's on true tv i want to say but I could what? be wrong. <laughs> like, I could True be wrong. It could be on TBS, TNT. It, it's on. It's on a cable. Oh, okay. You know, I don't know these. Oh, this like all these weird shows. Um, have you ever seen the show Hot Ones? Hot Ones. Uh, I don't think so. 
I mean, it started out with this guy who I guess he could eat a lot of hot wings. He Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. You've seen it, right? He interviews yeah. celebrities, and then they just sit there and eat these hot ass. And he goes through, like, the the the... The heat, uh, like index of each sauce. Yeah, the Scovilles. Yeah. yeah, oof. And then you just start seeing, like, you know, these celebrities just like they're crying. <laughs> yeah. And then what's crazy too is he does such in-depth research about them mm-hmm. and asks them these really, yeah, these really Sean. I can't think of his last name. The bald guy. Yeah. Um, but he he's such a maniac the way he's able to do such in-depth research is like he will listen to every podcast he can find that these people have ever been on and he'll listen to it on like double time Uh and that's how he's able to like rip through wow all of this yeah research about them i didn't know that so it's it started out on youtube i believe yeah, is it on? Is they, it somewhere else now? They gave him so they gave him a TV show, like a game show, where he he asked questions to um, it's a, two teams, and the teams consist of two people. Oh, okay. and if they get it, they each have to eat like the hot wings if they get like the answers wrong. Uh huh. And like these people, like um, in the middle of the commercial, you'll see um, paramedics checking on the contestants. <laughs> hilarious because it's like really fucking hot wings <laughs> like i'm like why would anyone do that i don't enjoy that not at yeah. all i remember i watched the one with ricky gervais and i think he just quit he's <laughs> one of the only ones who ever quit because he's like why would i do this are you kidding me yeah i like just ask me the question the answer you know you could even <laughs> ask me the most uncomfortable questions i'd rather than eat this shit <laughs> yeah man i got a um i got some serranos peppers yeah and i thought i thought it would be fun you know like how with the jalapeno as long as you actually take the membrane and seeds out yeah it's fine it's got the flavor it's good yeah yeah with this like i i did the same thing and then it was um i didn't even taste it Mm -hmm. and my lips started burning wow from the air (laughs) that (laughs) that (laughs) that happened to me once in upstate I ordered hot wings uh, from one of the restaurants, and the steam. I uh, my eyes. I I started crying. Oh wow! Like I I, it was too much. It was it's it's yeah. I don't I don't like those. I, I mean I like spice. I really do. Uh-huh. I don't like um, where it's like I can't even enjoy this. I ended up I diced them and I just put them in a little glass jar and covered them with um, vinegar and some spices. Yeah. And so now, you know, they're sort of like quick pickles. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I've just been putting the juice in stuff when I cook. Yeah. I haven't even been putting the, like, I've, I've eaten a couple of the peppers now and it's fine. It's not like, um, it doesn't, it doesn't blow my hair back that hard, but it's just, it's just weird though, that my, my skin is on my lips. is just like, nope. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> That's like. It, your body telling you it's not good <laughs> yeah you know like you know that's that's the reaction you know if we if we were like animals i mean we are but like that you know we would go nope <laughs> right because that's the, that's the pepper telling an animal not to eat it exactly don't eat yeah it. the plant is like leave me alone i'm just want to i'm just creating seeds to continue right. to live yeah the animals are smart and we're the idiots who are like oh i'll eat that that's gonna be hot hot fire <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
I can see how we're the dumb ones for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we're Brian and I had dinner somewhere two or three weeks ago, and uh, it was a, a Caribbean place, and we had uh, mac and cheese that had Scotch bonnets in it. What's a Scotch bonnet? Scotch bonnets are shoot. There's another name for them. They're um, they're Jamaican peppers. Um, they're I think they're called ghost peppers too. Oh, okay. I I do know yeah. what ghost pepper is. Yeah, are they ghost peppers? I don't know. They're they're a hot pepper. They're not like they're not going to kill you, but they're um. They're very hot. Oh, they're Bonnie. Oh, I know these. Yeah, yeah, I know these. These are the Caribbean red peppers. Yeah. Um, they're hot. They are hot. Oh, it was gosh. it was kind of cool, like the um, to be eating something that was all creamy, and then and then it was just like a pow, I gotcha. Like yeah. it was, you wouldn't get one in every bite, but when you did, it was like pow. pow. They really um. They're hotter than a habanero. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, what that, like, what you were saying, the, uh, what's it called, the Scoville scale? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like, what, what's, like, a normal pepper? Uh, Let's see. So, like, a... Because green peppers aren't that hot. I mean, they're not hot at all. I love uh, green Like a, a bell pepper. Yeah, like a, yeah, green pepper. Yeah, bell pepper would be, like, zero, I think. Uh, Okay, a jalapeno is 2,500 to 8,000. So, whereas like a poblano is a thousand to fifteen hundred. I like poblanos. Yeah, they're a poblano nice. <laughs> um, whereas, let's see what Scotch bonnet is. Scotch bonnet Scoville. A hundred thousand to three hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, no, thank you. That just you know that that <laughs> doesn't sound nice. But like you just get a little sliver of it, and it's like zing. I remember I had a um, like an ex girlfriend who um, she loved hot, hot, hot. She was Salvadoran, and and like she had like basically she couldn't like they told her she couldn't eat any more hot stuff because it was like it was tearing her up. Yeah, it was f- fucking her up her insides. But like you know, also like her fingertips when she would like get into the peppers, but like. To like score away like the skin. Oh wow! Yeah, my when I after I cut that pepper, my my fingers burned yeah. all night. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Serrano is five thousand to fifteen thousand. So it's you know it's like three to three to four times hotter than a jalapeno. Yeah, yeah. Brian was like, "This is the kind of thing you would always tell yell at me for." <laughs> Like I don't yell. I am content not to. You just speak louder. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Who spins the wheel this week? Uh you. Me? Are we um <clears throat> did you are do we a new wheel? With, are we sticking with this wheel? Yeah, I didn't do a new wheel. No, that's all right. <laughs> I also I'm cons- I, I we might have blown through this wheel. Oh yeah. Maybe I don't know. Oh, I could hear it. You could? No, I could hear you. Uh we did ecstatic already, right? Yeah. Oh no, what happened? Oh, okay. 
No, there's 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 probably tw- twenty emotions on here. Oh, did we? Do you want to do afraid? Chris, I was afraid. I was petrified. <laughs> yeah, we could do afraid. Afraid. Okay, afraid. Af- afraid. Af- afraid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened over there? I don't know. Sometimes I, when um when Kira was like searching for monologues and we would like practice, and then I would try to like practice with her, and then I would always somehow get into a character that like had not that they had a speech impediment, but like the the moment created a speech impediment. <laughs> so all my characters, which is why I'm not an actor, because all, all my characters just had like. Like within the moment, just would like you know begin to stutter or begin to have like these like repeating the same word three times. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I don't know. And she's, and she's just like dad, <laughs> like, and I'm like, I am showing you what not to do. <laughs> this is a growth opportunity for how to be kind to someone. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, you know, specifically when we were doing the um we were doing the uh the monologue from uh is it Fried Green Tomatoes, is it? Maybe, yeah. Is that with Sally Field? Yeah, no. No, no, not for Steel Magnolias, I'm sorry. Steel Magnolias, yeah. Yeah. So when we were doing the Sally Field monologue, um that just, you know, with between my, my stuttering and, and going into a southern accent, it was <laughs> <laughs> who are you weezer i mean i i think every high school in new york city would have taken me on the spot <laughs> yeah no you i bet you were olympia dukakis <laughs> i don't i actually didn't even see the movie because i can't i it's 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 too much because you have all these people who i don't care about <laughs> <laughs> oh i love that movie <laughs> oh, maybe one day I'll perform my monologue for you. You should. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I almost quoted I almost quoted something from it earlier. It... Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't remember why, but I was gonna say, don't talk about me like I'm not here. <laughs> when I told when I told Meryl about uh you know, we were gonna use Steel Magnolia and and you know it or we might not. And she was almost like, no, that's terrible. Don't, don't <laughs> use that. No, no. Here's a list of other plays to choose. Monologue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty darn dated. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, no. <laughs> but I was, you know, you know, I, really what I should have done was, you know, recorded myself and sent it to her. And then she would have been like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or she would have been like, wow, I have, I have material for a new one woman show. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, this, you know, this was a one of our one, one thing Brian and I say from Steel Magnolias all the time is this was not a bad one, which is right after uh after Shelby has the the low blood sugar attack in the salon, Sally Field is like this was not a bad one. So, not to ruin the movie, but Shelby dies, right? Oh yeah. Is it cuz of the diabetes? Yeah. Okay. I, I I actually I did not watch the movie. Um, I know this is what happened. Uh, I went to the living room, and my daughter was watching in her room. And when I came back, 
the movie's over and like she's kind of like Dora's like getting emotional and she's like crying. Mm, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what, what happened? She's like, she died. Like, oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's that. Yeah, okay. I'm like, but didn't she just got married? <laughs> that's the thing about yeah. She, uh, I guess I still don't. I I don't. I still don't understand what it is about diabetes that killed her. Honestly, because apparently. Like when, so when she, she gets married and then she gets pregnant and all of Sally Field's friends are so happy for her. And she's like, no, you know, don't, don't you listen. She's not supposed to have it. Like she's all upset about it. Um, because apparently like the doctors have said it'll, the baby would be too much of a strain mm, because on you, her body. Yeah. And so she, yeah. So she has the baby and the baby is like a year like under two years old, definitely, um, and she dies. Yeah, I mean, of, of course, of course, she has to have the baby, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it probably realistically, she probably wouldn't even may, have made it, right? I mean, I don't know because I, I guess I don't understand what it is about your blood sugar being off that you can't. I would imagine that you know the. This, here, here, here's me. I'm not a doctor, but I would imagine that, like, the the that you have to provide so many um, things for the baby's survival that milk. No, prior when the baby's inside you. Oh right. So that you know, it oh. would it would drain you. But that that's what I'm saying. Like, it, I would imagine that you probably okay. would die here's, prior to. Here's the birth. part I here's. Oh, I did not. Oh my God. I've seen this movie so many times and I definitely did not get this. This is what happens that I was forgetting. So the, having the baby strained her body in a way that she went into kidney failure. Oh, okay. And so then Sally Field, her mother donates a kidney to her, Oh. but apparently she rejected the kidney and that's why she died. I did not get the rejected the kidney part. I didn't even know there was a kidney situation. Yeah. What was her other kidney doing? What was that lazy piece of shit up to? <laughs> Kidneys, right? <laughs> it, it's, it's so hard to get a good kidney these days. <laughs> Kidneys. Jesus. <laughs> Where are the good kidneys? <laughs> like, come on. Where have all the kidneys gone? Wait, that's Paula Cole. I didn't know if you were going to know that. So. I did actually. I, I remember okay. that video. That that was that part where she's just going. Doo, doo, I had to get doo, a new doo, kidney doo, when I had a little baby. And, no. Wait, what? It, you know, I don't think you know it as well as I do. I don't think you got it from BMG Music Club that CD like I did. Wait, in that song, she talks about a kidney. No. No. I was just oh okay. And my up. second question is: Did you pay that in full for all no, those eighty-five CDs? No, I never CDs? paid for that. That stuff probably wrecked my credit. I don't know. Oh yeah, I um, I always use uh, pseudonyms. <laughs> <laughs> I I believe that is a literary term, not a criminal one. <laughs> no, it was art the way I did it. <laughs> yeah, I remember all the like. And uh, it's central, like the dorm that I was in was a it was a women's dorm that was next to a guy's dorm, and like all my friends and my boyfriend 
were in the guy's dorm and they all worked at the front desk. And so they would just all like, um, you know, put in fake names and because they were at the front desk, they handled the mail. Mm -hmm. And so then they would just get all these CD, like all these CDs. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they made money because I think everyone did that. Yeah, I didn't, but it didn't occur to me. Well, you're just better person. No, I was raised in a very limited church background. And no one told me that you could do things that were fun. I mean, I went to Catholic school and they, and they actually told us to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that was That was fifth grade. Yeah, they were like, listen, this is what you do. <laughs> the pre during religion class, the priest would come in and he would hand out the thing. He was like, "Just pick the CDs." You know, you, can just... you remember when you could tape the penny to the thing? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, like in comic books, like the ads for the sea monkeys? <laughs> I'm glad I didn't know where that was going. Sea monkeys? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> I was like semen. And what are those? Those are like larvae or something. I, I don't know. I never. I never. Um... Or no, Mexican jumping beans are larvae, but I don't know what sea monkeys are. But I was always fascinated by the drawings. It would they because the ads would say that it would be a whole family, mm -hmm. like it would show a mom and a dad and a baby and a kid sea monkey. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how how are they all going to grow different ages when you put water on them? Mm. But luckily, I had no funds, so I was not able to do any. Um... Yeah, I did. That would. Just oh God! Oh, sea monkeys are a type of brine shrimp. This conversation is taking a, a deep turn. turn. Yeah, I mean, brine shrimp. To me, that just sounds nasty. It is. It is. I don't even want to look it up because shrimp are <laughs> disgusting to me. Well, these are not. These are not normal shrimp. Were you just beside yourself when I ate eight hundred shrimp in New Orleans? No, this cooked is fine. I mean, I mean when they come out and they have everything like on them, like in full form. You know what I mean? No. What do you mean? Like, like a shrimp in the water, not on the Barbie, is disgusting. Oh, a shrimp yeah, in the Barbie yeah, yeah. is okay. Oh, okay, you mean like when they've got you don't want to see all their exoskeleton or whatever that's called. Correct, correct. Yes. I sent you something. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is ending. <laughs> all right, everybody have a good week. Uh, you know, again, get vaccinated, wash your hands, still wear a mask, don't die. It's open to everybody, right? See what? Oh, the vaccine. Yeah. And the sea monkeys. <laughs> yeah, I, in New York it is. Yeah, so. And I oh, I was going to say, I know Brazil's having a tough time, and we have a couple listeners in Brazil, so you guys, we're thinking about you. Hang in there. That, is their president still president? That I have not kept track of. I, yeah, I think, I think he's a, um, he might be a little conservative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right all we will see you next week we will talk about afraid or fear i'm not really sure i'll look yeah. it up look it up although you know I, i'm kind of i feel like you know my google um history with looking up the most simplistic words makes me feel kind of like people are going to judge me <laughs> just do it get an incognito browser this guy doesn't know what happy is 
He's either really stupid or really sad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye. All right, bye.